0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Good morning. How are you? hope you're all good. It's Tuesday, the first of the month. Happy first of the month, wherever you are in the country. Tuning in to Baz and his evil breakfast on SCNZ. It's just after 6 o'clock. Coming up on the show. We've got lots to talk about. Lots happening in the world and great to celebrate Scotty McLaughlin's win. His first win in the IndyCars yesterday. and uh, Watching the news, seeing the Emotion from his family in Cambridge, his mum and dad. Great little win for Scotty McLaughlin, 28 years of age. He's young, he's got a long time in the sport. He's a supercars champion, three-time winner in the supercar. He's gone over there to chance his arm in the big smoke and, well, started at pole position and got the win in the end. Tactically manoeuvred his way, a couple of tactical pit stops along the journey and then got over the line. In the end, so we're going to celebrate that through the morning. We're going to get Shannon McBride. She's co-host of Pit Lane Parley. And uh, we're going to have a chat to her about that fantastic win from Scotty McLaughlin. Uh, Well done, brother. And then also we're going to chat about what's going on in the football world. The world, our beautiful planet Earth. It's been overwhelming lately. Pandemic. Dealing with the new normal. Now throwing Putin and Russia invading Ukraine, you start to question... How is this all happening in the 21st century? Sanctions have been implemented worldwide against Russia, and FIFA announced its sanctions against football of Russia. <laughs> we'll head to the UK to hear from Ukrainian football reporter Andrew Tulos. and we'll have a chat to him about him. FIFA have come out and, and announced their sanctions, but, well, we want to know, is that enough? Is that the end of it? Is there still more to come? from that situation. And also, not only the football, I'm going to chat to Ricardo very, very shortly about Russian athletes. Do we see Russian athletes just turning their back on Russia altogether? Because I was watching the UFC on the weekend and Khabib and Makachev, two superstars from Russia in the UFC fight game, coming out in the, with the Russian flag. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they still come out and, and represent their country with what's going on. So looking forward to diving into that. And then after eight, we're going to chat to Baz McCullum. Because Emma just stated it, the news, that, well, their backs are against the wall. The Black Caps, they're right up against it. And, well, if anyone can do it, and any team that likes creating a bit of history and has done so as of late, it can be the Black Caps. But let's be honest, they are right up against it. Devin Conway, 60 not out. Tom Blundell, he's just one not out. So we've still got a bit of firepower left. Uh, to fight another day, 332 runs they need, um, 94 for four. Uh, it's a tough old slog, but anyway, we'll chat to Baz the skip McCullum just after 8 o'clock. Get a little update. We miss old Baz. He's uh, currently calling the game here in Christchurch, and then he's got to shoot off to India because he's a busy man. He is coaching the Calcutta Night Riders, so we'll have a chat to him just after 8 o'clock, and then following that, later in the show, we're going to chat a bit of the Tall Blacks because they are on fire, winning three straight... And Manila, Manila beating some quality outfits. They've beaten India twice lately. Just beat India 95 to 60, dominating from the outset. And we'll chat to the one and only Casey Frank. Casey Frank. So looking forward to having a wee chat to him about the tall blacks. Going great guns. Uh, yep, like always, give us a text on the text machine. double eight double three. Love to hear from you. We'll try and tip a few horses because there's a nice meeting tomorrow. At Hastings, and I've got my Love racing.nz update coming up shortly. Uh, there's a nice wee horse that's uh, been trained in Hastings from uh, a couple of legendary trainers from Hastings, so they might have a good chance. And then the Derby. You've got to remember the Derby's coming up this weekend as well. La Creek. have seen that thing storming home lately, so we'll have a chat about that. But uh, good show for you. Like always, we want your input. Give us a call any on the Kia's high phone line, 800 150 811 Hello team in Auckland, Joe and Kez, Emma, welcome back, Emma, long weekend was it? Okay, okay, I'll see how you go, see how you work, nice, good to have you back on the show, little four day weekend, beautiful, and Ricardo Ball, he's at home, he's at home in his his office, Manchester United flag, flying strong there mate, but morning brother,
1: how are you? Yeah, good is good. Uh, yourself, how's how's? I know you were busy on the digger yesterday. How's Lake Dag looking?
0: <laughs> oh mate, the digger, the digger. Nah, that's all good. It's good. Um, the guy he's been helping me with uh, the Lake Dag. So what I've had to do is I've had to pipe it 150 meters from Lake Dag because, basically, it just couldn't drain anywhere. Um, so I've piped it, put a something, and it's piped right back to the creek. So there's a dig- digger there, and I've got um my old neighbour, Mandy Chambers. She's a lovely lady. She's a massage therapist anyway, so I had a massage last night. Don't hate to rub it in. Uh, but she's no, moving That's what in. she was doing. She's she was rubbing in. it in, right? That's what she does, yeah? <laughs> she was rubbing it in the oil, mate. Hey. You get your mind out of the gutter there, Ricardo. No. <laughs> hey, I, I hey, uh, can't say nothing. I say nothing. <laughs> um, She's moving in. She's got a tiny, tiny home that's going out the back um, of, of our house and the shed uh, behind the shed there. So she's building a tiny home, and so the digger was there. I just had to scrape a bit of dirt out and start moving some um, dirt so she can have a nice flat little spot for her to uh, park her little tiny home. So look, just doing my my at my best to to be so handy as my wife would say, because I'm absolutely not handy at all. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Just had a busy day, mate. It was good,
1: yeah. So, mate, you'd be like a, a kid in muck, eh? When you're a kid, you always look at diggers and go, Oh, I want to drive that. You and you just get to play with one on your own land, no repercussions.
0: Oh, they're actually pretty cool, eh? I was actually, I was just, I, I finished ages ago, but I just stayed on it and just started like moving random things and then just pulling out like prickles. And, <laughs> I was just wasting diesel, mate. But, um. Yeah, when you're a kid, eh, you always wanted. We always want to ride a digger and, and drive a digger and dig some holes. And my son, he loves it. So he comes, jumps in the in the cabin with me, and and just has a little tutu on it. And yeah, so oh, it was a very, very productive day, mate. But today, today, mate, post this, I'm going to play some golf. I'm nice. going to go have a wee hit. Yeah, mate. I know you you're locked at home, but you're all good.
1: Yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's all all. All locked down, I've got to do another uh, another rat test today. So the missus is uh, mm. positive, well, is, you know, she's had COVID, I think she's just about over the worst of it, so uh, I'll get her yeah. to do a rat today, see where she's at. I'll do a rat today, but yeah, got to isolate till Friday, so stuck it over Have till you... then, mate. You
0: haven't got it, eh?
1: No, nah, I've done three rats and I haven't got it, so... so.
0: Do you know what, bro? I'll... I'll, I'll... I've got I've come to this. I've it's come to this, mate. It comes to my attention because my wife got it too. Daisy had it and yep. uh one of my good friends' wives had it as well and, and they caught it off another wife from I think somewhere else. But the husbands haven't got it. So I'm yeah. starting to think, is this is this like, is this just the woman flu? I, I don't know. Like is it? Um I'm just <laughs> like there's a man to, you know? flu and there's this and then there's that. Yeah. This. You know, you know how we get paid out for the man flu and we go down and, you know, a pile of wreck and we're in the bed and we're, you know, because the man flu is real. But I'm just starting to think because I was right next to Daisy, you know, sleeping in the same bed and, and you know, what so, you know, what on. And then um, I didn't catch it. I haven't caught it. And my kids didn't catch it. It's crazy. Apparently the super spreader, I didn't catch it and I was right next to
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't, we haven't tested our daughter because she doesn't want to put things up her nose. Um, well, don't, mate. Don't. Don't. Oh, don't, my, don't. But, my kids, but she hasn't shown any it. symptoms, mate. She's she's shown <laughs> no symptoms. So two options: either she's had it and she's asymptomatic, or she just hasn't got it. Um, but yeah, we've been doing our best to to isolate. So um, the missus has been sleeping in the lounge because the office, oh, but, the office where the I am now changed, is right eh? off our bedroom. So there's you know, I've basically reconnoitred that and then uh and then, so we've done the whole uh, the whole separation thing um for isolation she even oh. said to me and i was like oh can i come back in the bed tonight and i was like not not with your plague you stay out there um <laughs> that made me real do popular you know, <laughs> my,
0: my wife my wife tried to do this to me and i was like she was like hey um i might go out uh where where my um where this uh, radio said it's out in the pool house. So she was like, I'm going to go in the pool house and isolate for five days. You and the kids will be all right. And I said, Nah. <laughs> hell no. I said, hell no. I'll catch COVID. Come here. I'll catch it." <laughs> <You know? laughs> she was trying to come out here, watch some movies, watch a bit of Netflix, bring a laptop out, do some work. And I was like, no, 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 no. Come here. Give me a kiss. I'll catch you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man.
1: Mate, you're just too yeah. quick for the COVID dagger
0: yeah but see the the whole um it's all changed, isn't it because I had to get my kids tested because they were close contacts and we mm. had to isolate together and for all of us to be released from prison I had to get the I had to get the test um Oh, and the kids got the test, mate. So they got two tests with that, that thing up their nostrils. Man, it was torture. They just absolutely lost it. And they're like, Dad, no more tests. No more tests. losing." I had to take like three little chocolate bars each. So every time they they had it, they just cried. And then I'll just open up chocolate, give it to them, and then they would be fine. But they'll be eating this chocolate with a little bit of... Weeping, you know, <laughs> you know that like long cry that they tend oh, to have, mate. but um, yeah, she's mate, yeah, it's just pretty
1: painful, mate. Yeah, as a parent, I can't, I can't do the test without sneezing. It always just makes me sneeze. Yeah, yeah, Is I'm it? the
0: same, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, had do, I had to do that on the weekend in Dunedin when I was going on This lady, I had to do it twice I the both games. And I seen these three times, both times. And she was, and, and you think, you oh, know, that's the quickest way to spread COVID. Hopefully I don't get two <laughs> lines on this rat test, you know, because I'm just standing there going, <laughs> it's like, oh. anyway, oh, that's our COVID chat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, we had our, um, uh, my daughter's nine and she just got her ears pierced uh, a few few weeks ago. Right, so on top of all of this, mm. on there's a thing they have to do when they get their ears pierced is you have to grab the earring every day a few times and you twist it around, mm. and so it makes the whole like settle down and things oh, and like, yeah. keep it clean and everything. Yeah. I don't know what she was doing, but she managed. To, you know, the stud on the end of the earring, it disappeared mm. inside her earlobe, and we what? couldn't get it out. So. Oh. <laughs> So on top of everything what? else, I had to ring White Cross and go, ah, oh, this has happened, uh, and we we're isolating because of COVID, and they're like, ah, oh, do a rat test. So I did a rat, I was like, nah, it's negative, and they're like, okay, do all your hands, and all your things, wear masks, come in, and then we had to go, come in, fill out the form, and then we had to wait for them in the car. So we're in the car for half an hour, and then come in and see the nurse, and then the nurse sends us back to the car, hour and a half later, oh. into the doctor, he's got some pliers and some scissors, and he's like, ah, oh, Nightmare oh, Nightmare God. That was my oh, Sunday God. night bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow Was it like embedded Into the air So you had to get in there With the pliers And just pull yeah, it out Yeah it was like You know the the, the
1: clasp thing at the back That was stuck out the back yeah. But the actual stud Of the earring Was inside her earlobe So oh.
0: You shouldn't yeah. cave in mate To get in pierced, ears peas. Eh?
1: Yeah I was yeah, oh, well, Her yeah. and mum went And got it done together Didn't they Oh, my yeah. My mum had a second Dad's shot got no done. Chance. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> but I don't, you, you pick your battles, Izzy. You know that. You pick your
0: battles. Mate. Oh, oh she's only three, my one. And wow. You'd think she was 33 with the way she's her <laughs> attitude is. Oh, anyway, I look forward to what, what's about to unfold in the later life, in my later years, mate, when a teenager just rolls out of the. Out of the house and just gives me absolute attitude and steals my credit card on the way out. Mm, can't mm. wait.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, mine's <laughs> nine, going on about sixteen, bro. She got, she got given, <laughs> she got given makeup by grandma for Christmas, and now if we go, if, if we go out anywhere, you got to give her ten minutes to do her eyes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's crazy! It's crazy. Hey, uh, Ricardo, in and yeah. uh, my little uh, intro there. I was just talk. I was just been thinking about. There's lots going on in Russia, and yep. with what's happening with the this and with Russian sport, and, and FIFA's already come out and, and sanctioned against football of Russia and, and made a few changes there. But it made me think about Russian athletes, and I was watching the UFC on the weekend. Um, Khabib Nurmagomedov and um, Machachev, hes won his 11th straight. He's wow—he's an absolute superstar in the fight game. He destroyed Bobby Green on the weekend, and Bobby Green is a brawler. Anyway, it made me think. They come out, they're representing their their country of Russia, they had the Russian flag. Um but it just made me think, do we see like these are superstars in the fight game and there's and there's superstars around the world that, that are from Russia. Do we see Russian athletes turning their back on on, on the country of Russia and maybe taking a step away and, and maybe not even representing one, not even having the flag a part of their, their name when whenever they're associated with the sport or, you know, just just like, uh, it's just made me think about something like that, mate. Do we see more coming from this?
1: Well, I think it's interesting to see how different um, different athletes take it because, you know, you talk about um, all the UFC, the Russian fighters in the UFC coming out with their Russian flags. I mean, mm. uh, it's quite a nationalistic thing to do, you know, and that's what this is all about at the moment, mm. you know, um, uh, trading on that, and that's kind of Putin's stick. Um, so mm. yeah, I I mean I I was surprised that they did that given how tense everything is. Um, yeah. But I I mean Dana White, who runs UFC, was pro Trump, who's pro Putin. So you know the yeah. I, I don't think I don't think you're gonna see UFC do anything about it and tell them not to do it. Um, I think it's on the athlete to make a stand. I mean we saw Daniel Medvedev, the the tennis player. I mean, he mm. he won in, uh, that tournament uh, or that semi-final recently, and he you know walked up to the camera afterwards and wrote um, "No war, please" on the on the on the on the lens of the camera and stuff. And you know that's what you want to see from Russian athletes. Eh? You want to see them standing up mm. against this and saying, "Hey, look, you know, I'm not part of this. I'm, I don't stand for this. I'm proud to be Russian, but I'm not proud of this." You know, I mean, and we're seeing it in Moscow mm. and Saint Petersburg. There are massive peaceful demonstrations where there's just huge gatherings of people holding. No war protest signs, and they're getting arrested in their thousands. Mm. I mean, you want you know yeah, that, you want to talk to the idiots in, in Wellington I mean. and and go, well, you, you want no freedom. This is what no freedom looks like.
0: Yeah, mate. That's yeah, that's we're the laughing stock, mate of the world. But hey, well that's the thing. Like these athletes, if they do turn their back on on their country, they, is it, do they fear for their lives? Because you look at what's it, the protesters, in... they can't even protest in Russia, you know, without being arrested and thrown in jail. Let alone on the world stage, will there be a backlash if we see these athletes coming out like Medvedev going no war? You know, like yeah. is he able to return back to his country of residence and, and see his family or is that just the end of it? Once they turn their back on, on their country, is that it? Is it game yeah. over?
1: That's a really good question, is he? because I saw one of the, uh, I can't remember which team he plays for now because I don't follow it that closely, but one of the ice hockey players, Russian ice hockey players in the NHL, mm. did something similar, you know, um, and you, when you got guys like Putin running things, it must be scary for all their families and everything. It's like um, Ennis Kantner, you know, the basketball player, the NBA, mm, yeah. he's Turkish, he can't go back to Turkey, yeah. like they've rescinded mm, his passport so he can't even travel. Um, overseas and things. And, they, you know, the Turkish government have got... His family are in Turkey, and because he's anti that government, they, uh, they've they basically threatened the family, and they've had the family come out and denounce him. So, you know... Mm. And, and, and the guy in Turkey, Erdogan, is, is no different to Putin, I don't think. I think they're, they're cut from the same cloth. So Ooh. I think if you're a Russian athlete, yeah, it's a, it's a dangerous thing. I mean, probably for Daniel Medvedev, it's not so bad, because he probably doesn't live in Russia. He probably lives in Monaco or somewhere. But, you know... Um, yeah actually going back and seeing family and doing those things, i think um uh, you know puts a puts a lot at risk so these guys are taking uh you know sort of they're taking a big chance by being be by right. coming out and being anti the war and anti putin
0: yeah when when they do speak like they speak on the big stage you know russian we we know how just crazy they are as we've seen that what's happened unfolded as of late, but like they could pretend to go threaten their family and so these athletes will probably be not trying to put their, their families at risk and, and they want their, them to be safe and, and so they probably, you know, there's, this, there's just so much going on and, and particularly with what happened in the Olympics, Russian Olympic Committee the drugging scandal of four years ago and then having to go through that, I just don't know if Russian sport will ever, ever be the same you know, there's such a big big influence on the world stage with, with all the you know, numbers that they provide, particularly at the Olympics, they're huge they're always winning gold medals and, and doing having so much success but Will it ever be the same? Yeah, that's that's the thing.
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing, mate. I, yeah, I think that's a that's a massive question. And I mean, I know Putin is a, you know, uh, a, a very strong leader. But I mean, if if they if they get rid of him, if they depose him, then who's next? And will it be any better or any different?
0: <laughs> Thank goodness Trump in here, eh? Him and old good mate <laughs> pro Trumpy he will be bloody just having a laugh. NATO, nah, mate. We're with you. We'll come with you, mate. Oh my goodness. Crazy, crazy world we live in. But anyway, that is our chat about Russian athletes. It's something I've just been simmering on overnight, just getting a little delve into it. And we're going to chat a bit more with uh, Andrew Turos and, uh, about his Ukrainian uh, football rider. And just have a wee chat. It, it could more have been done from FIFA. And as this only, only the start. So really looking forward to him. I know, uh, Ricardo, you you're went and hustled a couple of good guests coming up on the show. So we'll have a wee good chat. And like always, want to hear from you. With your thoughts about Russian athletes, can we see more eventuating from what's going on in the future? And Do we see Russian athletes like Medvedev, uh, Khabib, Nabumatov, Matychev? There's more. There's superstars all over the globe. Can we see them turning their back on Russia? We'll be back shortly. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Thanks to the chemists we ask. Great savings every day. But Rick's here now.